Welcome to the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley Young, pianist, instructor, and business coach, and I'm here to help you dream big about what your studio could be if you are willing to open your mind and level up your business skills. I'm going to share the tangible strategies that I've learned for streamlining and scaling your studio so that you can align your business to work for your life instead of letting your business control your life. I am so happy that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome into the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. If you are new around here, I'm Ashley, and it is so great to have you here. I am really pumped for today's episode. I'm really excited. Um, I We're going to be talking about five ways to optimize for business growth. And this is something that I have done a lot of in the last couple of years, and I can't wait to share some of it with you. And I can't wait to hopefully help you along your journey if you are wanting to grow your business. Now, when I was coming up with like the points that I wanted to talk about in this episode, um, I realized I might be taking it in some surprising directions <laughs> um, because a lot of the times you'll like when I, when I plug into marketing experts or to people that are talking about like how to grow your business, how to grow your music studio, I see a lot of things that, uh, you know, frankly, I don't totally agree with, or, um, I see people skipping steps and I have really learned not only from my own personal experience, but in helping others grow their businesses, um, that there are just some things that, you have to do before you can grow or some things that will make it so much easier um, to grow later on if you kind of put in place from the beginning. So we're going to talk about these five ways to optimize for business growth. And I know that by the end of the episode, you're going to have at least one or two takeaways or things that you can do that will really put you on the path for growth. Um, so let's go ahead and dive in. So the first thing that I want you to think about, the first way to optimize for growth, if you are wanting to grow your studio, um, is to make sure that your current business is healthy. Okay. And what I mean by that is to make sure that you have your business assets in line. And that can be, you know, your teaching philosophy. That can be your studio policy. I talked a lot about those in episode one was about the philosophy. Episode two was about um, your studio policy. And those are assets of your business, meaning that if you have good ones, if you have ones that are effective and that work for you, you can use them to copy and paste answer questions that you get via email. You can use the information that's on your teaching philosophy and your studio policy for content creation. You can use it on your website to get in touch with the customers that are your ideal client. So having those assets is so, 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 so important. And if you don't have those assets in place, you're going to find yourself spending a lot of time and energy, like writing the same responses to the same kinds of questions over and over and over again. And if you find yourself writing or answering the same questions over and over and over again, it's an opportunity for you to be a little bit more clear in your messaging for you to include something, you know, depending on the appropriate space in your policy or in your philosophy that helps clear up that question so that people stop asking you that question, or so that instead of continuing to formulate responses to that question, you have somewhere to direct people to look, to learn more about you and to get the answer to their question. So making sure that your current business is healthy uh, is a really, really great first step. You're also gonna wanna maybe check out um, anything that you have from a marketing perspective. So whenever I'm in a season of growth where I'm like taking on a lot of new clients, I have to make sure like the website is updated. 
you know, because chances are, even if it's only been a couple months since I updated it, I've learned, I've maybe tweaked the way that I'm answering questions or tweaked the way that I'm saying things. And so I have to go back to the website and make sure that it's reflecting that. And the same is true of like, if I'm going to do a big live stream on my YouTube channel, I want to go back to my homepage that maybe I haven't looked at in several months. And I want to make sure that my trailer is updated and my branding is on point. And, you know, my YouTube channel has like my most current lead magnet on it. Um, and so you want to make sure that all of those assets, everything that you currently have is healthy. And I think a lot of people overlook this step because when we think business growth or when we think taking on new students or creating something new for a new business in our current business, we think that we have to like build everything from the ground up again. But revisiting like the assets that you've used in the past or just revamping assets that you've used in the past or copying them and making slight tweaks can be a huge time saver, a huge energy saver and a way to make sure that you're ready to optimize for that growth. Um, the second way that you can optimize your business for growth is to check in with your energy. And what I mean by this is I will often encounter teachers that say that their number one goal in their business is to get more students. And my question when people say they want to get more students is why? Is it because you want a larger studio? Like, is it genuinely because you want more families and more students? Like you want to be teaching more lessons or is it because you need more money? And there are actually a lot of ways to make money that don't involve taking on more students if that's not what you really, really want to do. So check in with your energy and check in with your intention and make sure that you ask yourself the, the more difficult questions of like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Or why is my goal what it is, right? So if your goal is that you want to get more students, why do you want to get more students? And if the answer isn't that you genuinely want more bodies in your studio, and the answer is more like, you know, you want more income, then look to some other ways that you can do that if you don't have the energy to take on more students. There are lots of ways that you can create more income or a lot of ways that you can like create things for your current studio that might help you raise your prices or might help you charge an extra fee during the month for like an extra group class or something like that. There are a lot of ways you can create more income that don't involve taking on more students if you don't genuinely have the energy and the desire to have more students in your studio. So checking in with your energy before you are like, you know, putting out the word that you're growing is a really great, great idea because that will allow you to check in with like, wait a minute, what kind of way am I trying to grow? What are the reasons that I'm trying to grow in this direction? And do those two things add up? Or is there a better way that I could try to grow in this way? Um, so another way that you can optimize for business growth is to streamline. And streamlining is one of my favorite ways to optimize because um, by streamlining, I mean, really taking into consideration how you can work smarter and not harder. And um, I talk about this a lot. I actually, I, I work with a lot of adult piano players through my YouTube channel and Instagram of like teaching people how to practice smarter, not harder. But it's kind of a joke that I make because smarter, not harder has become a little bit of like a life motto for me. And I do it in my business and I help my clients do it in their businesses. And so how can you streamline things? Um, how can you change the way that you are currently doing things or implement systems um, to help you streamline. So I'll give you, a, I'll try to give you a couple of examples of this. So one example of this is like creating, um, let's see, creating the description for my YouTube videos. 
right? I used to sit down for like 20 minutes and look at my outline and maybe rewatch part of my video and like try to create this really beautiful YouTube description that was either like a paragraph or a few paragraphs long. And now in order to streamline, what I do is I take the audio transcript from the video and I go to chat GPT and I ask it to summarize the video. And then I uh, ask it to maybe like pare that down to like three sentences. And then I maybe take those three sentences as they are from chat GPT. And I simply um, like revamp them and put them in my own voice. So it's like chat GPT is doing the bulk of the work. And then I'm not just taking what chat GPT says, cause it's a robot and that freaks me out a little bit, <laughs> but putting it in my own human voice, but I'm not having to put so much of my own energy into coming up with a description from nothing because I have a starting point. And so that's a way that I have streamlined that process. Um, another thing you could consider streamlining is like for a very long time, like an embarrassingly long time, I was literally sending personal emails to people as their invoices and like manually charging people's credit cards, which is insane. Um, like for me, that's insane. If you're still doing that, maybe consider changing that. Maybe considering using a, a system like Fonz, which I love, um, to like streamline and to make charging your students so much easier. Billing will not be a headache. It will not take so long anymore. And this is not, I mean, this is like no paid promotion or anything by Fonz, but I just genuinely stand by their product. And it has ch changed my business immensely. Like I, my business is unrecognizable today based on where I was like four years ago before I started using it. And, um, sometimes when you implement systems or you learn how to use something that can make you more efficient, it makes your brain work in a different way and it makes you grow and change and adapt. And that seeps into other areas of your business and other areas of your life as well. So look at how you're doing things. What are your systems? How do you communicate with students? How do you build them? How do you collect payment from them? Is there any way that you can streamline any of that? Is there any way that you can make that easier on yourself so that you're not doing the same kind of work over and over and over again? If you do, it's going to save you a lot of time and energy. And for me, energy is the most valuable resource. Energy is the most valuable resource. If I don't have to waste precious energy doing something that is mindless or doing something that I don't like to do, I have that energy to use creatively to make another YouTube video or to pour into you here through an episode of this podcast. And that is so huge to me. So what's important to you? How can you streamline some things that maybe suck your energy so that you have more energy and more time? Um, another way that you can optimize, um, I think we are number four here is to be consistent with whatever you are doing. So this tip kind of comes from an issue that I see often, um, where people will decide that like, they want to grow your, st their studio. And this could be like, you want to take on more private clients or you want to grow a YouTube channel, or you want to grow your Instagram account, or maybe you want to grow, you want to sell a lot of courses, whatever it is, you have to be consistent. And this is a huge one. It's such a huge one because I would say the only difference between someone that has a huge online presence, maybe a huge online audience, and they're selling a lot of digital courses is consistency. They don't have any magical power. They don't have a secret key that you are missing. They have showed up and they have continued on. They kept doing the work when it felt successful, when they felt successful, when they had a lot of momentum and when they had a lot of traction. But I guarantee you, they also were consistent when it didn't feel that way. I can tell you from firsthand experience that as a business owner as, and as an entrepreneur, there are a lot of days where it doesn't feel like things are quote unquote paying off. And that can mean like maybe, you know, like I've had instances where I put up a YouTube video and it totally flops. Like it gets like 
50 views or a hundred views. And I'm like, what is happening here? Um, that is so frustrating. I put so much time and energy into that video. And every time that has happened, I could have quit. I could have just stopped doing what I was doing. And that would mean that I'm not where I am today. And just that consistency of committing to doing it regardless of the results can be so powerful and so game changing. So if you want to grow a business, it literally matters 0% what direction you're trying to grow. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do. Consistency is the thing that will help you be successful, right? Because at any time, if things get tough and you decide to stop, you 100% will not grow. However, if you decide to just remain consistent, even if you don't feel successful, even if it doesn't feel like it's working, you're, you're not making that choice to stop. And so there is a chance that you will make it. And it's likely that you will make it if you just carry on being consistent over time. So don't post one thing on social media saying, you know, you want students and then give up when you get no students from it. Post 35 things over two months or post every day for 60 days and every day for 60 days in your posts, say that you are taking on new students. And after those 60 days, if you didn't get any new students, keep posting, right? So be consistent because I promise you that you will eventually get the results you want. You might have to learn some things. You might have to change your strategy. You might have to adapt, but you're not going to be able to do any of that if you give up and you stop. Okay. I'm realizing that I'm talking a little bit loud <laughs> and that I got a little passionate there in, uh, in that one, but it's, it's, it's a really important one, right? Like it's a very, very, very important one. And I do feel passionately about it because I see a lot of creative people that have such amazing ideas and such beautiful ways that they want to help the world and they'll try a little bit and then they'll give up, but it's a journey guys. I can tell you that it is a journey. Um, don't ever compare. Oh, sorry. And this is my last one. Don't ever compare where you're start, like your starting line with someone else's midpoint or finish line. Right. So like I can look at, you know, what I've done in my business and I can compare myself to someone that's been doing it 10 years young, longer. And I can say, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to get there. Like they are doing so much better than me. They have all of these things that I don't have. And that is evidence as to why I shouldn't do it. But who is that serving? Like that's not even an, an applicable comparison because they've been doing it for 10 years longer. Okay. And so when you're wanting to grow and maybe you're going to be super vulnerable and you're going to like start a social media account, or you're going to start posting videos online, or maybe you're just going to send like an email to your friends and family saying that you're accepting students, try to go into that with the best energy, knowing that you are capable and that you can be confident and that you are great at what you do. And don't compare your idea or your starting point to someone else's finished product, because I guarantee you that's going to get you in a mindset that will not help you be anywhere in a space where you can grow or where you can handle the challenges that are going to come up when you make that choice to start to grow. All right. So five tips for you. I hope that in these, you found something really, really, really helpful. And if you did, it would help me out so much if you would be willing to rate and review the podcast. And even maybe if you could screenshot it and share it on your social media or share it with someone that you think would enjoy it. I really want to help as many people as possible. And if you can help me along that journey by rating and reviewing, it will really make it so that more people can discover this podcast. And if you're willing to sh share it on social media, that would be even better than your friends and family can see this podcast. And if it can help them out, that would make me so happy. Um, I really enjoy spending time with you. The other thing that I want to say before we jump off is that if you are listening to this episode in May or June of 2023, I am getting ready to open up three 
spots in my schedule for private business coaching. Um, I just am wrapping up a round and I am excited to open up some more spots. And if you are wanting to optimize for growth, if you're wanting to get those assets in order, if you're wanting to start growing online or even in person, um, and you know that you are missing some information and you'd like some help doing that, uh, get in touch with me. My Contact information, you can find me on Instagram, is in the show notes, and you can DM me on Instagram. I also will link to an inquiry form that will connect you with me so that we can chat about what you need and what your questions are. And I'm going to link to a page where you can just see some more information about the coaching packages that I offer and get some more details um, to see if that's something that you want to pursue. I wanted to open up these spots in June, in summer of 2023, so that you can really get everything set up and feel so confident going into the fall. I know the fall in our industry is one of the biggest enrollment times for students. And so if you're wanting to really streamline and optimize so that you're ready to take on more students or ready to grow um, in a certain direction, you have the tools to do that so that you are ready by the time fall comes. So check that information out in the show notes. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Talk soon. Thank you so much for listening. I love connecting with open-minded business owners from all over the world. As you know, a studio policy is one of the most important assets of your business, and a good studio policy will save you time and energy. For this reason, I created a free PDF with a list of three ways that you can level up your studio policy right now. To grab the free PDF, head on over to ashleyjyoung.com slash level up, and the link is in the show notes as well. Talk to you soon.